Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Fountain of the Living Word Church and to the 2021 Life Center Week. I'm excited to be here today. Uh, my name is Uche Nwobu, and next to me is my wife, Happiness Nwobu. We are the heads of uh, ministry and our and our over our pastoral overseer is our senior pastor. Pastor Chinedu Emmanuel. This, today, I would like to introduce us to the theme of today's Life Center, which is washed. It, was, it came from uh, the book of John, chapter 13, verse 14. It says that now that I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also should wash one another's feet. This particular passage has been used to teach us about Servant leadership. Christ demonstrated for us what it means to serve one another. And he says that we should serve one another the way he has done for us. He said that he's, if, when Peter wanted to now dispute the fact that he can't have Jesus wash his feet, Christ said to him, if I do not wash your feet, you will have no part in me. That is important. That is important for us to know that the theme tells us how it is Christ that needs to wash us with his word. And he gave different illustrations of what he does with his word to the church. And we are all members of the church. He sacrificed himself. He is the Lord, is our savior. He sacrificed he washed our feet. He washed us with his, with his word. That same word, that same washing, he gave an example with the mystery, with marriage, that he, he washed the, the church to keep them and make them blameless, to make them blameless and spotless as when they're presented back to himself. The key thing here is that washed in this sense that Christ, unless Christ washes your feet, unless you accept his word, you are not a part of him. And it's those of us that have accepted his word that he has given the right to be called children of God. So this, this is the background to the theme today. And like I said, the, the Life Center, which we're presenting this week, started initially as the Home Fellowship, and now... It is called the Life Center, and the mission of the Life Center, the aim, the reason why we conduct these centers is to make disciples and build leaders through small home groups. Okay? So, in doing so, um, I would like to... Sorry, there's an echo here. <laughs> So, like I said, the, th the mission of the Life Center is building, making disciples and building leaders through small home groups. These small home groups have, you know, morphed into what we have today. We, we've had several, we now have several home groups. We started off with 32, and, we're, and then thankfully it's, it's expanding as we go along. Um... I wanted to use this opportunity to let us know uh, the sort of the benefits that we've had 
you know, in starting this life center. But before we do that, I would like my wife to, um, you know, to, to tell us how we first got involved in this mission. Happy. Praise the Lord and good evening, church. Um, you know, so how did it start? I don't know if you've, um, you've had anything to do with Pastor Chinedu. You can't say no, because you don't even have the opportunity to say no when he approaches you. But I'm sure most of the Life Center um, leaders must have heard me say this um, on few occasions. And the reason why I said it, why I gave the testimony, is to encourage all of us, um, when you're called to do something, actually to serve God. I, I think the best people that are qualified, it's better that you're not qualified and you don't even know anything because what God is looking for is for you to say yes. I mean, we're not going to tell him what to do, but if you say yes, then he's ready to train you. So it's your ability to yield to what the calling is. So how did it start? You know, um, we're getting ready. It was um, late November in 2016. And Pastor Chinedu just came to our house and said he has a message for us. And um, we thought, okay, what is the message? So he said we should sit down. Oh, it's nothing serious. And then the next thing he told us casually and jokingly that, oh, the, the church have decided that we should lead in the house, be leaders of house fellowship. It was like my husband just looked at him and started sweating. Just like I'm doing right, right now. Right there. <laughs> and uh, Pastor Chino said, okay, but I have to pray for you guys. So there wasn't any discussion, no, and he was looking at us, okay, I'll have to pray for you guys. So we knelt down, he prayed for us, he said, I'm leaving. So he left. Ideally, he would stay there and talk to us, but he left. So my husband turned around and said, I thought it's for pastors, so, but we're not pastors. I said, that's even the best thing so far because it's good that we don't know anything, so we have to depend on God for whatever he wants us to say. So that was how our journey started. And um, since that time, because we, are not, we were not qualified and we didn't know much, but the good thing is we, we depended on God for every topic. And uh, it was very easy somehow because you only have to ask God, what do you want me to say? And to the glory of God, I think he gives us topic, you know, to at least share with everybody. So why am I saying it again is please, 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 you know, when you're asked to do these things, Always remember that God is not the one to benefit. You're the one that will reap it. And at the end of the day, um, it has helped us. And um, we've been able to, you know, we got a lot of feedback, but it's actually helped us tremendously. So I'm encouraging everybody, please look for something to do. Serve God, because I think that's the best benefit you can always count on. Thank you. So, so, like, she, like my wife just said, yes, I started sweating, you know, after that. I don't think Pastor knew about the sweat. Um, however, you know, 
what we have found over the years is that has been tremendous benefits to us, to us being the people that prepare the topics that we discuss. You know, we, the, the, the scripture that says that we're the first partakers of the goodies is absolutely, as I'm paraphrasing, that is absolutely true. He has helped me and my wife, me especially, you know, personally to grow in my understanding of, of scripture, to grow in my, my relationship with God. He's helped me to recognize, you know, what we have in Christ. And this is all because we, God gives us a topic, we prepare the topic, we discuss the topic, you know, before it actually is disseminated to the different centers. He has given me, like I said, better understanding of scripture and better application of, of scripture. You know, by the grace of God, we pray that we progressively, you know, um, as, as it says, as, if, if Christ tarries, that we will continue to grow in our relationship with Jesus. We do encourage, you know, part of the advantage also of having the life centers is that it's a, it's a, it's a place where everybody has a say. The whole family, the kids can have contributions. We cannot ask um, whoever is on the pulpit any questions when they're preaching or when they're, when they're ministering. But in a life center setting, you have the opportunity to ask questions. You have the opportunity to get answers. You have the opportunity to, to, to contribute. You know, these are all benefits that you gain from actually running a life center in your own homes. Um, the, the, the adult children in, my, in our own home for instance our adult children you know, they fully participate in this you know, they help us to edit our work they help us to correct our English because you know, uh, English is my like, third language <laughs> but, but with, with that good and this help this also, these are all parts of the ways to keep everybody engaged. It has led to some of the Life Center members have, we will hear some testimonies and some benefits from other people a little later, but what has happened is that people are become more conversant with scripture, able to teach others, and they, from the Life Center Sunday school teachers come, you know? They're better able to teach within the family, People have used the materials that we've had to evangelize to others. You'd be amazed as how, you know, somebody hears, tunes in to listen to the topic or deal with a topic and dissect the topic within the center. How when you forward this to, to somebody outside of your, even your family, even your town, even outside the country, how it has been beneficial to people, you know. Um, the good thing also is that right now with, with uh, technology, we're able to archive all our preview, all our topics. We have an archive of all the topics and anybody that needs or uh, requests revisiting any particular topic, we can always send the material to them. So the mission from the outset was, like I said, to build leaders, 
to to make disciples in this small home setting and he has helped to evangelize now this mission has been impacted by the pandemic of course and i will like um happy to talk about you know the effect that the pandemic has had um on the on on, on the format of the life center praise the lord all right so with the pandemic um we all know what happened and of course we're not able to go to different people's homes to share the gospel but to the glory of god we realized that we had an opportunity to even take it further and brother you know because you have the opportunity to really give the material to somebody in nigeria you know like i always tell people listen when they send you whatsapp send them the material because the WhatsApp is so long, it's almost as long as the material that we give. So when you send them the material, then you can discuss it. So it was very easy to discuss with people in Canada and um, I, for, my, you know, for myself, there was a particular topic that I was able to share to, with over 10, 20 people, um, the divine detour. I realized that when people are talking to you about the problem, you know, so what I always do is I'll discuss with them, but I'll tell them, you know, I'm going to send you something. So if it's somebody that lost their job, if it's somebody, and after encouraging them, listen, you send them something, and that opens an opportunity for you to minister to them. So I was able to send it to a lot of my patients. And of course, when somebody is complaining about problems, all of a sudden, I'll send them something like, we are, not, are we limiting God? So I now realize that I had an opportunity to send those things out. And some of them will tell me that they sent it to somebody. So, you know, it has that ripple effect. So I'm encouraging um, each and every one of us to when people are talking to you, yes, you know, the chances for us to give them the scripture is very fast, but you can always pause. And after talking to them, look for one of the topics that will address the per what the person is talking about and send it to the person. And encourage the person to send it to another person. Before you realize it, you get this response that, oh, I read the thing, it blessed me, so I gave it to somebody. So people, that was how I was able to use it to minister to people and, of course, to share the gospel with others. So I'm encouraging each and every one of us to do so. And like my husband said, Yes, we got our kids, uh, children involved, but at times they would scatter the whole scripture and the format. But we did it because we wanted them to get involved. And you know they're going to complain about, oh, the paragraph is too long, but we wanted them to see what we're doing. And we're like, oh, this is what we're discussing. Then we'll talk about it, and they'll give us their own feedback. So even if we don't do it at the same time, um, after the you know, prep, we now realize that, we did it with them when we were preparing it. So when they scatter the whole thing by paragraph, we'll go back and redo the whole thing based on what we're looking at uh, for. So it's so very important. And um, for parents, now that kids, they've gone back to college, um, what we're doing in my house, which maybe I will suggest, but I'm sure everybody will have their own way of doing it. Whatever means you're using to do it with your children, please, by all means, do. But what we do in our houses, we try to use it to see how they're doing as well. 
So on a Sunday, or we can ask them, how is your schedule? And they will let us know what the schedule is like. We ask them, do you have an hour for all of us to talk about the house center and discuss how you guys are doing? So what we do is, if it's one hour on a Sunday, we just share the house center material and then ask them how they're doing. In that way, you're communicating with them and you're still sharing the gospel with them. So I'm going to encourage that. And each time we have, um, you know, prep, I always encourage parents to please, 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 when it comes to the gospel and when it comes to all these things that we're doing, please engage your younger kids. Start now because this is the time that as we're saying it, they're listening. They may not contribute, or you might even ask them to say something, but they're getting something because everybody needs to fight out there. We don't know what's happening out there, but as they hear the gospel and as they hear all these things, they are more prepared and equipped to face whatever is going out, um, on out there. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So those are part some of the benefits that we we have gained in my own family. In and I thank Pastor for um, engaging us in this project, and it's been absolutely wonderful. And I can't tell you how many times you know you think you are ready um, you, to present, and then that same morning it's like the Holy Spirit says, "No, it's like no, this is not what we're doing today." And then <laughs> the whole thing will be rewritten. <laughs> something that you would written in an hour or two hours and whoa it's totally different from what you think the direction was I mean it's, it's amazing I mean it's not I gotta tell you I mean it's amazing at the end of it but while it's going on I can tell you that it's not <laughs> it's not so easy because it's like are you kidding me I've been doing this all and then all of a sudden I have to rewrite all of this and <laughs> but uh it is, it, you know, I, I really sort of, you know, I, my hat's off to the pastors that do this like week in, week out, week in, week out. You know, it, it gives you insight as to what's going on. Listen, we're talking too much in this session. Um, we're about to sort of play a little sort of video um, about other people's experience. And, um, and then at the um, end of the video, we'll come back and, and talk a little bit more. So, like I said, Welcome to Life Center Week, and a theme to remind us again comes from John 13, 14 from the New Living Translation, uh, is washed, washed. So, the video we're playing soon, at the end of the video we'll come back to us and we'll have a little bit more discussion, and in the meantime, let me give you information as to when we usually hold our our life center preps usually the second Sunday of every month, and it's usually the second Sunday of every month. Today we are still doing it on Zoom, um, as the as the time changes, you know, and we, we may gather back in the church. But Zoom has given us an opportunity to be able to spread this, so you can Zoom with anybody in any part of this world. All right. The actual centers are encouraged to open on the second, on the Tuesday after the second Sunday. On the Tuesday after the second Sunday of the month. Um, but we've also encouraged people to, based on their own schedule, to hold the center 
based on their schedule and their convenience because not everybody will be available at the same time and the kids are growing and the ones that start growing their schedule changes so we're going to go to the video now thank you the Lord. Yeah, testifying the goodness of the Lord about our heart's fellowship today. God has been faithful. We are three families in in number before COVID-19. COVID Nebedum family, Ocean, Ocean family, and Mwobu family. During covid we had two more extended families, Chigozie in Connecticut and the Sevlin in Texas. Every month, I forward each family the prepared topic by our beloved doctors, Mubu. <laughs> we have been blessed in numerous ways through our house fellowship, especially during this unexpected pandemic. It has been, it has helped us to build our relationship and communication skills to one another. For instance, because of because of our open communication habits, maybe the months I'm not sure, months of May after fellowship, my last son asked, "What should he do to start speaking in tongues?" After explanation of what to do. First, the hunger for it, which was obvious. Second, go to your closet, pray and ask your Heavenly Father for the gift of speaking in tongues, which is baptism of the Holy Spirit. Third, believe and give thanks for answered prayer. Lo and behold, before the next get-together, he told us that he has received his own gift. We were jubilating with him. Hallelujah and praise be to God alone. He has helped us to form weekly get together for prayer, short Bible study, and the venting moments among us before church service. To the glory of God, four of us tested positive and the two did not in january and february 2021 none was admitted into the hospital and we are more united and striving to know god more and more we are always looking forward for the monthly house fellowship topic and our little church get together hallelujah we are planning to start some meeting soon by god's grace praise the lord Nebedum's family. Hi everyone, I'm Alara. I'm Oge. And I'm CJ. And today we're going to tell you about some of the things that we learned in the Emmanuel Life Center of the Most College. I learned that we are all truly in God and we are all created in God's image. Every child of God is gifted in the we should all be kind to each other, and we should all love each other. That God gives us. And what I learned is that we should obey God because He loves us and cares for us. And we do the same for you. 
watching. Bye. 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 Um, hello everyone, this is Emmanuel Agosu. Thank you again for listening to us. We love you and we are trying to make sure that you are all blessed from our testimony. I know you are a blessed people already, but our testimony, we hope our testimony can also bless someone and encourage somebody. Um, if you are listening to us, just know that our God is so faithful. Thank you. We love you. God bless. Hello, everybody. This Roselle House Fellowship. We are in Roselle, New Jersey. My name is Emmanuel Agosu. Um, I'll be introducing our members. Uh, from the left is... Emmanuel Junior Agosu, Samuel Agosu, Maria Agosu. Um, from the back, Grandma Alebioshu, Uluwakemi Agosu, and Grandma Agosu. We are seven in the family, including me. So, my testimony, our testimony, is that God saved one of our House Fellowship members, Grandma Alebioshu, um, last month. She was outside. Uh, it was July. Uh, you can remember when the, the storm was was um, was affecting all the um, all the tri-states, including um, New Jersey. So there was a big storm that um, make our the front tree of our house to fall. There was a storm that affected out the tree. The tree fell and where she was that was where the tree fell out to the extent that people that saw what happened started in our neighborhood started glorifying god started you know uh, um uh, want to know how blessed we are yes we use that opportunity to tell them that look when you are serving the lord god will always be with you so our testimony is that God will always save you and I when you are in line, in tune to the will of God. So that's our testimony. We are thanking God today that that tree that fell will have crunched grandma to unfortunately um, to death. But we thank God she's alive now because she listened to the holy spirit so there are too many testimony um, that we can always want to share with you guys but this is a big 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 one that we want you to uh, to to rejoice with us because god is with us in this house fellowship so i am using this opportunity to appealing to everyone please um, if you haven't started your house fellowship, just um, just allow God to direct your path and let God use your house and your life will never remain the same. We love you all. This is Roselle House Fellowship. We are indeed 
have a blessed family. Thank you. Thank thank you, everyone. Have a very blessed day. Bye. I just want to thank God for his faithfulness, um, for this opportunity he gave me uh, to teach his word at home. Uh, I really thank God for that. And also, I will thank our pastors uh, under the leadership of Pastor Shinji Mano, who also committed me to serve in this area. All the time, when after I got born again, I've been looking for avenues to serve God where I can commit time for the sake and for His glory. And uh, I guess God needs a heart. So one day they announced if anyone wants to open up a heart fellowship in the church, uh, you need pastors, troops, and uh, I wasn't even thinking about it, really. Uh, but instead, I was about to look for where to attend the health fellowship myself with my family. And all of a sudden, the Lord spoke to me and said, Open your door to my children for the health fellowship. And when I heard that, I immediately went to Pastor's and told them that the Lord wanted to start that I need to know what to do. And they told me to wait, that Pastor Manuel will tell me when to start. And one Sunday, after a few weeks, they sent me a note in the church and told me that it's okay to start. And that was in 2014. And since then, we have been through. And then, I cannot thank God enough for the families that are pillars of this house fellowship, the families of uh, Uchena and Eruka anymore, and Tuchuku and Pivian anymore, and the children, they are the pillars of this house fellowship. Children, they were all excited, and uh, it was fun also. We added fun to what we are doing, the word of God, and it is like everybody feels at home. You know, everybody is everywhere. It's just better. You have the freedom to do anything or go anywhere in the house. And when we settle for the world, everybody settles and listens. The children were made to read the Bible verses. They were made to participate. It's like a two-way communication. It's not just coming from me. And um, Everybody will be contributing, the mothers, the, the daddies, everybody contributing and making it fun. And at the same time, learning under the power of the Holy Spirit. At the end of the day, everybody is happy and you know, we talk about other things. But I thank God because He is a faithful God. And talking about blessing, my goodness. Blessings upon blessings in my life, in my family's life, and my sisters will also share their own because they sure have blessings from the Lord. Since we've been here, it's been a blessing. We have uh, testimonies. My daughter was sick with 
but she's still alive to damn healthy and doing what she needs to do. It's because of the faithfulness of God. I have found God faithful in every way. So I'm encouraging everyone, whoever God speaks to your heart, to open your door for his children, please do. Do not even hesitate. Do it quickly because it will bless your life. The impact is so much in my own life. And uh, all those that are part of it. Again, look at the pandemic. When it came, it looks like the whole world is going to be wiped away. And God gave me a sure word. I kind of was going to be fearful about this whole thing because of the kind of job I do. And work in the hospital, and that's where they dump the whole COVID cases. And I was praying, and the Lord spoke to me. I said, no, What is this? And He said, Nothing. And that gave me confidence. So I turned to the to my back and I said to the devil, I said, COVID, you heard what he said. He said, You are nothing, and that's what you are. From that point, fear went away. I kept thanking God and reading the word and standing on what he told that COVID is not and today it's still not. So we got the materials from our brother and sister, doctors um, uh, happiness and um, who have, uh, have taken over the, the fellowship from the users and got materials month by month from them and I will share it with my families and and my own family we all share the world and we all share the material everybody stays home and the children on that day and we read it and I will always tell them if you have any question if you need me please don't hesitate to let me know that's that has been our practice until things begin to um, calm down again and we started again in person and uh, has fellowship as we have been doing it. I thank God for this opportunity and I will, will forever remain grateful to God for allowing me to be a vessel of use in this regard. And um, without wasting time, I'm going to let my sisters talk concerning this. Um, Sister Vivian, you have been with us. You're one of the pillars, you and your family, for this house fellowship. I would like you to share your own experience. All this here with the children, the family, and even the COVID period, how you could utilizing all the materials that you can Thank you. Thank you, Sister Apo. I'd like to say my neighborly neighbor because we just live a few houses away from one another. So this fellowship, this life center has really, really been a blessing, a tremendous blessing to me and my family. Just watching the kids become discipled under the fellowship, just watching them become soul winners, just watching them look forward to come to fellowship. It's very unusual. In other fellowships, the kids will be grumbling, complaining, why another one today? 
But this time around, they look forward to coming to the fellowship. Just the intimate time we have together. Very personal and just the time of fellowshiping with the word and food. Lovely snacks as well, like I won't forget to say that. Our kids really have an awesome time. They've learned so much. If we call them here one by one, they'll have so much to tell you. Even their testimonies, their experiences. It just blesses our lives. It blesses my life particularly. And I thank God for that. Especially during the pandemic. During that pandemic when we were not able to meet face to face, my beloved sister Apple would send out the materials to us. And one particular um, topic was really, really, it came in the nick of time. So the pandemic was in March. And in April, this topic comes, like how to live free of fear, worry, anxiety in a time of uncertainty. It was what we needed to hear. The scriptures were on point. Philippians 4, 6, telling us not to worry about anything. Instead, instead pray about all things. 2 Timothy 1, 7, telling, reminding us that we have not been given us the spirit of fear or timidity, but of boldness, sound mind, and power. We have to hear these scriptures over and over and over again so that they can stay in our hearts where we can apply them to the times we were living in. Most importantly, the other scripture, I think it was 2, Timothy, um, 2 Peter 5, 7, that talks about casting all your cares upon the Lord. Your cares can include fears of COVID, and and you know the uncertainty of what ha what would happen tomorrow my you know school my business all these many different things fall under the category of care so god was reminding us that he cares for us deeply and he cares for us affectionately i can go on and on and on but i'll just have my sister isn't it you know tell us her own side because i'm sure she has wonderful things to share too so is it that you have been also a pillar you and your family uh, this fellowship and uh, you know life center and um, I thank God for your life and your children and your husband. So share with us what you have been gaining and how you have put through the pandemic. Praise the Lord. Amen. Um, I just thank God for this opportunity. Um, um, one desire I've always had was for my children to come to know Christ for themselves. This, uh, our beloved sister opened her door, and my children have grown. I, I just give God all the glory. Um, you know, this our cell group was where they came, and which we're still doing. Um, and 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 they, they they were able to know, you know, not God as just God, but God as a father and as a friend, someone that they can just run to and talk to. You know, so I, I give God all the glory for that. And like my sister, um, Vivian has said a lot of things, not only the fact that they always look forward to this to just hang out with their cousins, but just to share the testimonies, um, words of encouragement, you know, it's just awesome. And the snacks, most especially, I'm sorry, my kids, they also look forward to that every time we come here. Um, during the pandemic, it was it was a time where um, our, mind, our minds kind of were clouded different things, especially fear and anxiety. But I just give God all the glory for the, the timely message that had come to us, the, the materials. Um, like my sister had shared, um, um, the scripture that, that reminds us of that God has given us, He hasn't given us the spirit of fear, but love our self mind. And, um, during the time of, you know, where you feel fearful and um, anxious, you know, God our shallow, where you go 
going to the deep into the word of God and that's where you find peace. So that was it for me at that time. Not only the fact that, that the scripture also reminded me that God is my shepherd, he is my provider, he is, he is, he is my refuge, my fortress, my hiding place. To go beyond the glory, I, I just have, if I should go on, I, do, I, will have, I just have a lot to say, but um, I, have to, I, I will stop here right now. So I just thank God for that. I'm so blessed to hear all these things and I know that whoever is listening to this our testimony also will be blessed and I hope that people will begin to open up their doors to others when the God calls them to do the same thing so that the name of the Lord will be glorified in everyone. Thank you my sisters and brothers. is one of the arms of the church through which God raises leaders and disciples for his use, for his glory. Our whole fellowship started in 2007 uh, with the uh, pastors uh, Chris Nato and Ken Nato as coordinators. Our center has started another home center to the glory of God. We are always looking forward to our monthly meetings because there is a lot of interaction in it which gives us joy as members of one body of Christ. You know, um, moreover in our life center, there are committed members with whom we share the word of God and encouraging one another like Proverbs 27, 17 says, Iron sharpness, iron. You know, and in it, that's where we uh, show, we, we help in home center, we care for each other, and we raise our needs up to God in prayer together. And we bring all the testimony to God, to His glory. In the years I have been in the House Fellowship, right from Nigeria to here, I have noticed that it takes committed Christians to be attending home fellowship. And you know, if you're not attending one place, endeavor to do because you, it will benefit your soul, it will benefit your spirit, even your body, because a lot of things are shared in home fellowship. In our center, we care for each other, and we, we are happy, you know, that we, um, even during before the pandemic that we used to rotate, you know, like the last home fellowship of the year, we go to different uh, members' homes and we celebrate and have entertainment. But at this time of Zoom technology, we are also looking forward and interacting so very well um, on the scheduled day after body material the home fellowship has been sent to members through email or WhatsApp. And those who have expressed you know, interest in attending the fellowship but their schedule cannot allow them, we also send them the materials. As we are talking about the material, the materials are so powerful, so power impacted that we, we really feel blessed as it is And this we give credit and thanks to God for our 
pastor, doctor, doctor Sulbrand, I think that's one. Let the Lord continue to bless two of them and give them more revelation and knowledge and understanding in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you all for having me. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. That was great. That was great. You know, happy. What do you think of that? Oh, wow. You know, I, I just give God the glory. You know, I like what um, my sister Vivian said, and that's what I've been really praying about. And I've been encouraging parents to please carry your kids along. You know, hearing from her about soul winning is like so refreshing. The soul winning is not just for us, the adults, it's for everybody. And to be honest with you, the kids home may have more impact because during that pandemic, everybody was hurting. The kids were more or less even hurting more than us because they didn't know what to do. They didn't know who to turn to. You know, their friends, they can't meet their friends. The school were closed. So it was really powerful to hear from her that the, their kids were looking forward to it. So please, parents, engage your kids. They may not want to talk. At least as they, they were talking, but even if yours are not talking, please allow them to hear. You know, I listened to Pastor Kemi's um, preaching one day. She was like, they were surprised that a one-year-old, some of the songs they used to sing, all of a sudden, when they get to one or so, they will just respond to something. So they have the spirit of Christ in them. They are getting it. But, you know, by God's grace, they may be able to use it when we are not even looking. So it's good for us to empower them. So I thank my sisters. And honestly speaking, um, I have my little uh, testimony too, because now hearing them about the material during the pandemic, um, in all honesty, I had a lot of my colleagues that closed their practice. Um, I don't want to go on the negative. I had a lot of people that got depressed. There were so many things that happened. By the way, I'm a dentist. And um, it was so rough for us because apart from the fact that they closed us down, a lot of people had to close because it's either they had a family member that had an underlying problem and it was so rough. So what happened was that I started calling them to speak to some of them, to, you know, to encourage them, to pray with them. And people were just complaining. It was almost like I was getting all this. And of course, I went to the Lord. I said, man, the pain is too much. And that was when I started writing about fear, about those things, because that was what gripped people that time. It, it was so hopeless. It was almost a hopeless situation that people didn't know they would come out of it. So it gave me the opportunity to, you know, gather some of the things people were going through and they were saying. And I just thank God that, you know, I was able to put those things together. But, you know, Pastor was preaching one day and she said, he said, oh, there's somebody here. Yes, the pandemic will not affect your business. And I just said to myself, it's me. I started claiming it. So all I was just saying that time is, Lord, Yes, there's casting down, but to me, there's none. You know, there's lifting up. I kept on saying it. I kept on saying it. And I gave them the testimony in one of the um, um, believers' meetings that in all honesty, 
I wasn't, my business wasn't affected by the COVID. As a matter of fact, um, we even came out stronger, you know, after the COVID. So um, to the glory of God, that was my testimony. That, but because I concentrated more on calling people to see what was going on, I was able to get those materials and I had to send the materials to most of my colleagues and some of the people that I know lost their loved ones, lost their jobs, a lot of things happened. So I thank my sisters and I'm still telling everybody to please get everybody along, get your kids along. These things are things that they should know and you know, empower them because this fight, nobody knows when this is gonna come up. One way or the other, they're gonna use it. And we're pleased encouraging everybody. We're still learning. We're still in it together with all of you. So um, please let us know what you would like us to repeat. Let us get some you know, suggestions from you. Whatever it is that you want us to do, we're in it together. We haven't arrived. And as much as uh, we go to Pasimana, Pasimana will tell us you're on your own. You know, so it's like, well, you guys are on your own. Do it your own way. But we are still learning. Um, by God's grace, um, we'll continue to learn as you guys give us some inputs about the things you would like us to do. Thank you so much. Praise the Lord. You know, everybody's giving testimonies. You know, I have mine too, okay? Um, the, the, during the pandemic, you know, we went to work every day. And at the beginning of this thing, nobody had an idea what to do. Nobody, whether we should wear a mask, not wear a mask. One week you should wear a mask, the next week you don't wear a mask. People have all kinds of stories surrounding this. Some families, some people pitched tents in their gardens in order not to bring anything from the hospital back to their homes. They built bathrooms in their garages in, just so they can shower and drop all the hospital clothes out there and then come in. God protected my, me and my family. You know, I went to work every day. None of us, I didn't bring anything back from the hospital, even with all the confusion. We all remained healthy. Nobody tested positive for COVID. God is in control all the time. You know, we, we do what the authorities ask us to do. We, we you know, because we, we are Christians, you know, we, 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 we listen to authority and we obey authority. But it's not the authority that controls our destiny, it's God. And he demonstrated that so well during all this time that some of these topics that we're talking about was based on the fact of the, the, the protection and the, and the coverage that we had totally in the hands of God, in spite of being in the midst of where, where everybody knows what the, you know, the, my, my workplace is, you know? There was a big tent outside, there was COVID in and out every day, floors were occupied, but we went to work every day. And by, to the glory of God, nobody in my home, nobody that I know, you know, uh, um, contracted the disease, even tested positive. So praise God, you know? So that we, we I'm, I'm, thank you to everybody that gave testimonies. You know, there's so many testimonies to give. And the program is starting today. It's going to continue on Sunday. Um, I just want to remind us again um, about what we, what we said. You know, the, the theme again is washed. And it's got from John 13, 14. And we, on Sunday, some more goodies. Uh, on the offering. I can guarantee you that if you tune in on Sunday, 
you'll be blessed. And in the meantime, if you do have any questions, you know, um, you want to ask any questions, or you want, you know, you can actually post it on the um, on the um, YouTube chat, um, and then we could, if we have the opportunity, we can we can um, answer you. And if we don't answer it today, hopefully on Sunday we'll give you an answer. Okay, so. Uh, yeah, questions, suggestions, etc., etc. You can post it on the, you said the YouTube chat or on Zoom. Either of those two chats, you know, if we get them in, in, in time, we can try and answer, uh, answer them. So, a reminder again: our meeting times. Our meeting times, like I said, the prep itself happens on Sunday, uh, the second Sunday of every month, and it's by Zoom. And usually, the materials are posted. Um, uh, or, or uh, email to you on that day or a day before. And I'm appealing to all of us, you know, that if it's possible, um, if it, you can open your home. I mean, we have, we've heard as to what people, by hearing this word over and over, that's how faith comes. There's no other way that faith comes. When the word of God is, is, is you know, is being heard on a, over and over and again, that's how it utterly pierces the darkness, you know. That's when faith comes. And by actually participating, you know, uh, in person, you know, with your family, with your little ones, with your grown ones, with the grandmas, we saw the benefits of, you know, of having the word of God, you know, knowing the word of God, because he said he has given us all that we need for, uh, for, 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 life, for life and godliness, you know, that all of these things are inherent in us, in our born again spirit. So, Learning and knowing and coming together to do this is what builds your faith and is what will protect you when the so-called tribulations come. Um, so I'm going to digress a little bit now you know, to I hope that um, every single one of us, any, anybody that's within the uh, earshot of my voice today, that this storm, the, whether it's Hurricane Ida or whatever, you know, did not affect them too badly. And I pray that... Uh, I pray for restoration, if it did, um, that God will protect you and then will restore you, restore your homes, restore your family in Jesus' name. Now, um, the actual centers are encouraged to open on the second Tuesday of every, on the, on the, on the um, um, Sunday after, no, the, sec, the, the Tuesday after the second Sunday of every month, the Tuesday after the second Sunday of every month, or whenever it's uh, convenient, like I said, for, for your family. On, um, yes, go ahead. Yeah, the Tuesday of um, every second Sunday can be a little bit confusing. So let's say the first Sunday falls on the first of the month, and then you may be thinking that, oh, it's the second week. It's not actually the second week. It's the second Sunday. That means the second Sunday may be the eighth. So most times it's very confusing, even with the um, house center prep. Most people may be thinking it's the next week. So it's usually the second Sunday. It can be the seventh. It can be the eighth. It can be the thirteenth. You know. And then again, um, I wanted to say something about all the topics that we dealt with. Um, we have them in an archive, and um, hopefully, by God's grace, we'll try and put everything together. But meanwhile, if you need any of the topics, 
please um, let us know. We'll send it to you. Or if you want us to send it to somebody, we'll be glad to send it to the person. And if there's any topic that you'd like us to revisit, like the last one, we revisited it, but you know, we have to add God to, we added a few things. So we can always revisit a topic that you think blessed you in one way or the other. So we are actually open to suggestions and whatever it is, because this is a family, we are in it together. So we just want to build ourselves, want to grow together, we want to sharpen each other. So we are just telling you that we are really open and you know, you can always get to us. You come to church, you pull me, you, pull, you just call us, we are willing to work with you. In the same way, if you wish to um, open your home to us, you know, please, you can contact either my wife or myself, um, and, and I will give you, you know, have a chat with you and bless your home and give you the materials that you need. So on Sunday, we have a full program, and the program is a full Sunday service. Um, that will show you uh, tune in, okay? I don't want to give up. <laughs> I do not want to give up the Sunday. If you tune in, you'll be blessed. And, um, and I pray that you know, we'll have more and more um, uh, testimonies to give. And, and there will be, yes, there's a drama session on Sunday. Yes. Okay? I think we're going to end this at this stage. Um, and then we're going to go to a show a video of some of our, a slideshow of some of our families. Thank you.